0: That if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey, you guys. (laughs) I'm so excited to be talking to you today because we're going to be talking about something that I love to talk about. (laughs) Welcome to the Thanksgiving episode. We're just going to call this sucker Attitude of Gratitude. This is all about gratitude and, little side note, humility. Because these two suck- Oh my God, my lips are so chapped, you guys. Just ignore my face. For <laughs> those of you who are watching, just ignore my chapped lips. That's so funny. Look at Attitude of Gratitude and Humility these suckers kinda go hand in hand and I'll explain a little bit more about that. Um, So one of the things is when, uh, most of you know that I'm a a wicked long time student of a course in miracles, like 26 plus years or whatever. And I love lesson 195, because lesson 195 says this, it says, love is the way I walk in gratitude. Let me say it again. Love is the way that I walk in gratitude. And here's the thing that I find a lot working with my spiritual mentoring clients or just talking to people like wherever I go, I inevitably like one of my, one of my friends just wrote to me and she said, she saw one of my Instagram stories and she's like, Oh my God, your voice is disappearing. You're losing your voice. And it's like, yeah, cause I talk a lot up in here. I talk a lot in this gig in <laughs> the work that I do, my big mouth is often going. That doesn't mean that I don't take deep moments of personal quiet and reflection because I do because it's the only way I can continue to run my big mouth. <laughs> but I do a lot of talking up in here. So I talk to people a lot wherever I go. If I inevitably go out into the world, even to the grocery store, I'm going to bump into somebody usually where I end up chatting with them. And I, I never have basically small talk. It's usually... It usually dives beneath the surface to things that matter, things that are important, or at least matter to um, you know the two of us having the conversation, let me put it that way. So one of the things that I see a lot when I talk to clients or potential clients or people who are suffering in some way is they'll start to tell me all of the things that are going wrong. They'll start to tell me all the details of their story, all their traumas, their dramas, their grief, their grievances, all these things, right? And one of the things that I'll often say to them is, well, partly what I'm recognizing that is lacking here is gratitude, right? It doesn't mean people aren't ever thankful. Like, let me be clear when I say that. But in that moment, what I see what is lacking is gratitude. So one of the exercises that I often give to my clients is at the end of the day, before they do their final meditation or prayer practice or whatever that they do, you know, how about either keeping a gratitude journal or just in your mind running through like four things, three things, five things that you're grateful for today? Because we can either focus on the shit that's not happening the way that we want it to, the, the, the things aren't going right. And I always say this, it's easy to be nice when shit is going your way. It's easy to be kind and compassionate and grateful when you're getting your own fucking way. It's a little bit different. Can you practice gratitude when things are a little tough or sticky or you're still figuring it out or you feel lost or whatever? And I always say, even confusion is better than ignorance. It's like a step up, right? So can we be grateful for the fact that like, hey, at least I have a couple of ideas. I'm still confused about what to do, right? So it's a really radical practice gratitude of being grateful, um, especially at a time when maybe things are difficult. So if somebody is complaining about a lot of different things, I'll just say, hey, What can you be grateful for right now? And I'm sometimes talking like the basics, you guys. Like I sit here right now and I go, roof over my head, check. Food in my fridge, check. Do I have eyes that, you know, that can um, see? I'm not blind. I might be blind to some things, but you know what I'm saying. Physically right now, can my eyes see? Yes, check. Can I hear? Check. Is my health good? Knock on wood. Check. Right? Do I have friends? Check. Do I feel the love of another being? Check. Do I believe in a God that I believe loves me? Check. Check. Like, I can go on and on and on. My body works. My legs work. My mind works, right? I, I, I get to do what I love for a living. I get to be creative. I get to express love. Like, I have amazing furry kids, right? It's like on and on and on. We have so much to be grateful for. My Uncle Rich once said to me something when I was like 15 years old. And he said to me, he said to me, obstacles are what you see when you take your eyes off the goal. I've never forgotten this. And I always think about it like this way. I think like like, um, your problems are what you see when you stop being grateful, (laughs) right? It's like, oh my God. So having an attitude of gratitude, I think is one of the most powerful practices that we can have. And we can be grateful for so many things, you guys, right? So if you're starting to feel things getting a little tight and so often we don't feel grateful because we feel like we're not getting our way, a lot of that is tied to the ego and the lack of humility because so many people feel entitled. So many people feel like they've been unfairly treated. And here's legit. I'm going to do a whole podcast on this title alone. Life is unfair. It is often not going to go the way that you hoped it would, that you wanted it to, that you thought it would. So if you cannot be flexible in your mind, if you cannot stay in your right mind when things appear to be going wrong, then you are going to suffer a lot. So I often say one of the great ways that you know that you're making progress on the spiritual path, I mean, there's a bunch of different ways, but this way in specific, specifically, in specifically, is that even a word or a saying? <laughs> one of the ways that you, you know specifically is when you can start to be grateful for everything when you're willing to kind of let go this little bit of this idea of specialness like you deserve like entitlement like oh i deserve this oh my god i can do another whole podcast just on the the mindset of deserving, right? I don't deserve this. You didn't deserve this. Oh, you earned this. So you deserve this, right? I could talk about that all day long. But what I often feel is that we feel like we have a, we have a specialist that we're supposed to be spared difficult things or unkind things or brutal things. It's like, no, as long as we have a body and we are in this illusionary world, there is going to be really fucking hard and unfair things happen because life in this world, think about it. You're born, you're going to die. You know, it ends in death. You know it does not end in your favor, right, in some way. So it's just like on the physical plane. So it's just like, let's just accept that. So one of the things I know is you make progress when you can start to be grateful for everything. And you know, like uh, for me, like I am so grateful for so many things, but one of the things I'm most grateful for, let's talk about these, outer teachers and inner teachers, right? I'm so grateful for outer teachers, meaning other people, books, um, like uh, things like a course in miracles, yoga, meditation, Marianne Williamson, Stephen King, friends, whatever, outer teachers, your parents, your siblings, the f- people, the headaches that you like, all this stuff, right? So there's the outer teachers that we get to be grateful for, and we can be grateful for the outer teachers because we couldn't have gotten here where we are right now without their help. And Mr. Rogers does this beautiful thing, you guys, where he'll say. Let's take 10 seconds of silence. And he always used to say, I'll watch the time. Like, oh, even that makes me verklempt. He would say, let's take 10 seconds of silence to remember the people that helped you along the way, that people like that basically, I'm paraphrasing, but like held a vision for you, saw the goodness in you that wanted you to succeed, that helped you to succeed. Like, remember those people in your life, like take 10 seconds. Let's actually do it right now. I'll watch the time. We're gonna take 10 seconds to bring to mind the people that we're grateful for, the outer teachers, the one that helped us where we would not be where we are without them. And so it begins. And we're back, right? It's a powerful practice to just pause no matter what's going on. And count your blessings for these outer teachers, because we couldn't have gotten where we are without them. They've given us so many opportunities in this classroom, right? So many opportunities in this life that is a big old classroom um, to get where we are today and to learn the lessons that we learned. but I'm also grateful for my inner teacher. I'm also grateful for the, the decision maker in my mind that helps me to remember God's love, that helps me to remember my spiritual team, that helps me to remember that I can always choose again. The, the, the part of my, um, the decision making, the, the decision maker in my mind that helps me to choose my right mind more and more often rather than my ego mind. Um, it's like I say it like this. I'm so grateful for myself and my right-minded self for reminding me that everything is a classroom and I can always change my mind. I can always change my mind. And often that's is—that's what a miracle is, is in A Course in Miracles. It's when you shift your mind from a thought system of fear, for a thought of fear, to a thought of love. I can always change my mind and become more right-minded. When people do awful things, when people harm and hurt each other, it's because they have left their right mind. It's what I always say. Happy people tend not to hurt people. And happy people tend to be in a state of gratitude. They tend to be in a state of happiness and peace and gratitude because they have the skill set of being able to be grateful for every living thing thing. Listen to this, you guys. I jotted this note down to myself. I just wrote this, right? I'm grateful for every little living thing because the world helps me, right? Everything in the world, the beings, the creatures, the environment, the government, my friends, my family, my sweet every living thing I'm grateful for in this world because the world helps me to have lots of forgiveness opportunities. <laughs> and you guys, forgiveness is the key to happiness, okay? forgiveness is um, the peace of God and forgiveness is the pathway to the peace of God. So every living thing in this world, can we be grateful for it? This is how you know you're making progress is when you can look back at your life. You know, I was just talking to Ashley Sebulka. If you don't know Ash, go check her out. She has a, a podcast called Golden Nuggets. And she invited me to be her guest. So kind. And we were talking about how Um, She, and I I think she would be okay with me sharing the story. She, she talks about it. You know, her brother had committed suicide and we were talking about my mom's murder and talking about her brother. And we were both saying how people are sometimes taken aback when we say, oh my God, one of the greatest gifts I ever got was my mother's murder. And she said, one of the greatest gifts I ever got was my brother's suicide. And let me be clear, let me be clear, let me speak on behalf of us, uh, I'll take that right for a second to speak on behalf of us that we're not saying we're jazzed in psyched that those awful things happen. I am sure she would in a moment w- want her brother back and I would in a moment, of course, want my mom to still be alive and not to have suffered. But what we're saying is it's the meaning, it's the nuggets, it's the golden nuggets, it's the gold, right? It's the glory I say that we extract from the story that has led us to be more deeply compassionate people to other people's suffering. I would be a totally different person if I hadn't lost my mom when I did, how I did at the time I did, all that stuff. I'm so grateful for that because it gave me huge forgiveness opportunities. And forgiveness is the key to my happiness. I know this to be true, right? I know this to be true. So I'm really grateful for the outer teachers. I'm really grateful for the inner teachers. And I'm grateful you guys for all the lessons I am so grateful <laughs> for all the lessons that teach us how to love, to get better at giving and receiving love. And I don't tend to get better in giving, receiving love when everything's going hunky dory and, and easy peasy and peachy keen. You know what I'm saying? I usually, I'm, I'm like that. I'm a little thick headed, a little, little hard head, right? I, I tend to learn the hard way. I got to get knocked on my ass and while the little birds and stars are flying around in my head, when I'm already like down on my knees, it's like, I remember to pray. Oh my God please help me. God, please help me. Spiritual team on the job. Help me out. Help me to shift my mind from fear to love. Help me to forgive myself for the way that I believe that I'm separate from God. Sometimes help me to forgive my brother and sister and whatever, whatever thing I'm imagining that they're doing to me. Help me to see myself, this situation, this person differently. So grateful for forgiveness opportunities because they continue to shape and mold me. They are the pathway home, Right. Grateful for all the lessons, man, all the people that teach us how to love. Gratitude is how we walk home. Gratitude is how we walk home. It is the path that leads us home. And all of these things, when we walk in gratitude, what it helps us to do is to remember who we truly are and to remember to whom we truly belong. So let me pose this question to you. Can you, in this moment, be grateful for everything that has happened? In this moment, can you feel grateful, have gratitude, give thanks for everything that has happened? For me, at this point in my life, I am a resounding yes. Yes, I can. Because I have learned how to view things through a new lens. I ask Holy Spirit to help me to see the things of the ego from a place of, you know, that's so interesting. In of Course in Miracles, it talks about how the inner teacher, call it spirit if you don't like Holy Spirit, but how, and I call it also your spiritual team. How they're so gracious and they help us to look at the thoughts of the ego, uh, not in a way where like, it's bad. It just doesn't give it any power. In fact, it looks at it like, like the kind of like this, oh, well, like as a Southernist would say, oh, bless her heart. <laughs> it like, it looks at the ego and it sees nothing but silliness. But it's like, it also recognizes the ego's arrogance. Because this is what's so amazing to me. Like when we talk about humility, I'm definitely going to have to do a whole podcast on humility. But I'm going to touch on it briefly here. Part of our humility is knowing that, um, how do I say this? The ego's arrogance is that. Like so many people think it's arrogant to say that you are like God that you are an extension of God, that you are like love itself, right? A lot of people are like, oh, it's so arrogant to say that you're one of God's kids, that you're you're like created by this this all-powerful God, that you are God in some way, right? And I always say, no, it's incredibly arrogant for the ego to think that it could actually be something different than what its creator created. It's actually incredibly arrogant for the little ego to separate off into its specialness and to think that it's so unique and so special and that it's separate from its God that's the thing, that it's separate from its source. That's what's arrogant. What's incredibly humble is to recognize who your source is, who you are, and why you are here, which is simply, if you are love, it's to extend that love. That is the most humble thing that you can do is to recognize who your source is, who you are, if you want to say it this way, your creator is, that you come from love itself, that you were created as love by love. So your only job, your only gig is to love. And when we forget that, when we get caught up in our specialment and our enti- our specialness and our entitlement and we deserve and why is that happening to me and I didn't, me, 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 right? When you start to go into that cycle, those detours into fear, I always say, if you're gonna take a detour into fear, like, don't buy real estate. Don't rent an apartment, right? Don't pitch a tent in the park. <laughs> get your ass back on the highway. Realize it. Flip a a U-E. Flip a dick. Get around. Get out of there. <laughs> and Get your ass back on the road. You know what I'm saying? So look, let's let's learn to daily practice of having an attitude of gratitude of giving thanks. And here's something else I want to talk about real quick. You know, being a vegan, I cannot let this pass. Like, Thanksgiving is one of the most horrendous holidays because we see all these people. People that I know and love too. I can just talk personally about it. People that I know and love, but people all over the world who celebrate by murdering billions of animals, right? Like millions of turkeys. It's something obscene, you guys. I don't even know the current amount. Last I checked, it was something like 30 million turkeys are like slotted for Thanksgiving. So every year, I just hope, I just hope like, and here's what's so fucked up. Why does the president padden a turkey? You know why they padden a turkey? Because they know it's not good. They pardon it and they give it life because they know otherwise they're murdering it. Like, I just think about like, oh my God, the hypocrisy of this. How come we don't wake up to this? So maybe this year you'll have some tofurkey or you'll make an incredible dish with squash or you'll do something else. You'll have a compassionate meal. Can we maybe celebrate our gratitude and can we give thanks by not causing harm and suffering to another living being? Like that's a really radical idea. Yeah. And to all my vegetarian and vegan brothers and sisters out there, my plant-based people who are um, awakening awakening to this call. Um, so many people reach out to me more and more and more, um, asking me for help in transitioning to plant-based eating, to becoming vegan, uh, which are different things, by the way. Uh, it's one thing to have a plant-based diet, it's another thing to be vegan. Vegan um, actually is a larger broad, it's not, I'm not saying it's better, don't get all judgy and weird, I'm just saying it's a broader expansion of moving into not wearing animals, not going to zoos, not, not you know, like doing all the things where animals are used to entertainment. So vegan is more of a big lifestyle, it's not just a diet. So that's what I'm going to say about that. So I'm grateful for the people who are awakening to their natural, naturally compassionate hats. And we all do have compassionate hats. Kids only eat animals. You only eat animals as an adult, maybe because you haven't questioned it. I'm not saying only. There's lots of different reasons. Please don't get weird on me. But I'm just saying most of us learn to eat animals because we were taught from our parents. Um, but if you put a little kid in front of, a, I always say you put a little kid in front of a carrot and an apple and a bunny and a piglet, they're not going to try to eat the piglet and the bunny, they're going to try to pet them and hug them and squeeze them and love them. Um, The other things they understand very clearly, oh, that's food. These are my friends. You know what I'm saying? All right, you guys. So I'd love to hear from you. Like, I don't do these things just for my health. I do them because I'm trying to share my love, (laughs) the love in my heart that maybe somehow it will travel and land into your heart. Okay. Um, Another thing I wanted to talk about too is um, I'm going to be opening up. I'm preparing you guys. I'm preparing you guys. Get it while the getting is good. That in January, so right now you got, well, in January, I'll say it this way. In January, I'm going to have four slots open in my year long mentoring program. I'm also going to have four slots open in my one-to-one also one-to-one. They're both one-to-one programs so you work very closely and intimately with me. You get a lot of KK whether you like it or not. <laughs> you can work with me for a year, you can also work with me for 3 months and then a lot of the 3 month people like you can re-up to do 6 or go on, right? So I'm opening up the doors in January, but it's an application process and then we have to talk on the phone and we have to see if we're a good fit and I have to see if I really believe that I can be helpful, you know, given what your deal is and where you're at and all that stuff. So this is something you've been thinking about heading into the new year. Feel free to start the process now. You can just go to Karen Kenney, com backslash work with me. Go to that page. You'll see the two options. Check it out. Man, hit me up with any questions. All right? This is the year. You guys, this is no joke. We're not just going into a new year. This is a new fucking decade. A new decade. Let's get busy. Let's not busy. Like I don't, I don't idolize business. You know what I'm saying? Let's get down to business. Let's do this work once and for all. So if there's something that calls to you. You know, if, if one of the reasons why you have a hard time having gratitude is because you sit, feel scared out of your mind. A lot of the time that you feel anxious, you don't feel purposeful. You're confused. You feel lost. You feel alone. You feel disconnected from your source or spirit. You're not sure what your soul's purpose is. Right, you feel lonely, you feel like fill in the blank, you guys. Right, all of these things you have big decisions to make, you have some unhealed trauma, some trauma from your past or your childhood that you've never really been able to quite um, forgive and transition from. You cannot move yet on your own from your story to your glory. This is why I'm here, this is the work that I'm doing. There's something really powerful about being able to walk through the world in gratitude because what that says basically is I can be grateful for whatever happens because I know I have the inner resources to deal with whatever happens that I know that I don't walk alone, that I know that I can have the courage and the confidence and the connection to, 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 meet, to meet whatever arises with equanimity, right? Knowing that I am love and that my only response can be love and that I, you know, so much of this work, you guys, is this is how we change. We don't have to change the world, but the outer world will change because we change our inner world. So this is the deep, personal inner work that I love to do. And you can also find these, um, have these experiences too um, with, with coming to retreats. And I do two retreats. I do one in May. 2020, the 15th through the 17th. Um, And then I also am doing another one in November, 2020. Um, And I also have a one day in April in Maine, which is going to be wicked fun. So you guys, lots of ways to start to learn how to walk in gratitude, right? Love is the way I walk in gratitude. And if you want to start to learn like, well, how do I do that, KK? How do I start to be grateful for every fucking terrible, awful, hard, difficult thing, right? It's not, it doesn't always happen all at once. This is why we need help. Right, This is why we need help. So I'm happy to walk with you on part of the way on this path that you have chosen. And when you start to do this, you can be a little less afraid. You can start to be a little more fearless. You can start to live in the fearless flow because you know who walks with you. And I'll hold your hand until you're ready to take the larger hand of God, until you're ready to take the larger hand of your spiritual team, of your true inner teacher. So I'm just here as a proxy until you're ready to let go of my hand and take somebody else's hand. But it can be really hard and scary to do this work. And you wouldn't think that being grateful and living in gratitude and being thankful for everything would be such hard work. But you guys, it is. I know because sometimes it does feel like life is unfair. (laughs) It's just the gig here. But if we're going to be here, let's find a way to move through the world where we're not scared all the time, we're not alone all the time, we're not stuck in shame and sickness and separation and scarcity and sin. There is a better way, my brothers and sisters, I can attest to it myself, because I have gone and done the work myself, and I've got some tools, and I'm so happy to pass them on to you. So you guys, happy Thanksgiving, happy giving thanks day, if you don't practice Thanksgiving, right? Just happy, like, gratitude, all that is. I am so grateful for you. I am so blessed to have you in my life. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with me. Makes me so happy you could be doing anything else. Hopefully, I don't know, maybe you're listening to this on Thanksgiving, but hopefully it's the day after, after you spent some time with your loved ones. And you guys, if you really want to know if your spiritual practice is working, go spend time with your family. (laughs) This is the perfect practice, great spiritual practice, hanging out. With your, uh, with your family and your loved ones and see how it goes. I hope you guys have a blast together wherever you go. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing, right? May you be the one that everybody is grateful for because when you come into the room, when you walk into their world, you bring light and not darkness. You bring joy and happiness and an understanding that everything is just a big old forgiveness opportunity and forgiveness is the path to peace forgiveness is the key to your happiness. All right, you guys, I love you. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny show. (laughs) I super duper appreciate your time, friendship and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days. And let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E.